Okay, hello and welcome to to this special Tap Touch preview edition of Hoop Sevens Basketball Hustle. We'll endeavour to bring this to you each and every week to have a look at what lies ahead each each round of the NBL season. I'm Chris Pike and delighted to bring you the three time NBL champion, probably the best power forward of his generation, Maddie Knight. How do we find you as we head into round two of this NBL season, which is shaping up pretty exciting? Yeah, no, it looks like it's going to be a, another exciting season. Um, a lot of improvements from a lot of teams. So, once again, the NBL's taken a step forward and um, looking forward to another another top season. Yeah, I think we all are. We saw, we saw a lot of probably good and bad from different teams in round one. Now, before we get stuck into, into the action, Maddie, we haven't caught up on air and, and sort of caught up our listeners on on what the life of Matty Knight's like since since the end of last season. What is what is twenty twenty one ended up being like for you and what's it like being a being a dad of four and having all of those duties? Yeah, no what's changed over the course of the year. Obviously the kids are getting older but um no, obviously loving uh opportunity to be a dad stay at home dad. Um oh. absolutely loving it. Um the two youngest keep me on my toes all day. Um, but no, there's plenty of laughs had throughout the day. And uh, yeah, absolutely love it. Obviously, with older two, I miss a fair bit of their, mm. their younger lives yeah. with basketball commitments. So getting opportunity to spend time with these two, uh, absolutely enjoying every minute of it. Let's be honest, it's a full-time job, isn't it? It really makes you appreciate what what mothers have gone through. And, and they've been greatly underappreciated through through history, because looking after kids is at the age that you are, um, it's an absolute full-time job, isn't it? Oh, exactly. <laughs> I've got a lot more appreciation for my uh, beautiful wife, Sherelle. Obviously, mm. uh, she comes home at the end of the day, so I get help at night. I went, um, I was on the road for up to a week. She had two kids yeah, on her true, own. So I'm trying to get them ready to bed, up in the morning, change. Yeah, no, I've got a whole new appreciation uh, for what, what mothers do when they mm. stay at home. Now, I believe you've got your mother with you right now. With the border situation, yeah, no. you're, you're pretty lucky. Yeah, no, luckily, uh, Tazzy's done a pretty good job of uh, staying COVID-free, so she jumped at the opportunity to come over and see the, see her grandkids, um, especially this time of year. We've got birthdays, mm. uh, school dances, school awards, <laughs> so um, no, always good to have an extra set of hands here to help as well. I wanted to get your thoughts on something. I, I had a fascinating chat with with Scott Roth, Roth, the Jack Jumpers coach, yesterday. And to be honest, it was probably the most emotional interview I've ever done just from the way he poured his heart out about how hard it has been for him being away from his his daughter and wife who are back in the United States and he hasn't seen them for, for 14 months. He's been, he's been on his own for a lot of this time down in Tasmania trying to build this new club and... And it, it's, he admitted it's been incredibly tough. Could you imagine, as a as a husband and a dad of four, being away from your family for fourteen months? I mean, you've talked before about how hard it is being away from them for a week. Yeah, no, for us, uh, I could I could not imagine fourteen months. Yeah. Um, yeah, full credit to him. I, I don't know how he's done it. He's probably been very busy trying to get a, a club up mm. and running from scratch, but um. Still, 14 months, that, that's a long time yeah. uh, to be away from family. Um, obviously, what's happening in the world, it's very unfortunate and a lot of people are really suffering. Um, yeah. I'm not getting to see loved ones. and It's 
especially you miss, you miss a lot during that time. There's birthdays, mm. there's Christmases, there's cat, like family catch-ups, just things like yeah. that. That even things like you even can't things be granted like everything. yeah. I mean, he talked about there's things that his family needs him to be there to help sort out or to help him do, but there are things that you can only do if you're physically there, and he he just can't do it. Exactly. Uh, yeah, it's some things you can do over the phone, over the internet, but a lot of things you need to be there in person. Yeah. And yeah. if you're not there, you kind of feel uh, like you're letting the family down. Sure. You're not there. Yeah. Obviously, you're supporting the family in another way, but still, 14 months, mm. that, that is a long time. And I, I couldn't imagine doing that. I struggle right now leaving for a night. If yeah. I have to, I don't. We don't want to leave for a night and, away from the kids. And, um, and, and, and even worse, there's there's no end in sight for him. I he still has no yeah. idea when he'll when he will see them next. No, saving grace being in Tassie, they're opening up next week, I yep, think. Yep. So hopefully that helps. But yeah, if you're in WA, who knows? Could be a whole <laughs> other story. Okay, before we talk some NBL talking, what's your involvement in basketball right now, Maddie? I believe you're still coaching. The WA Country 18s team is that is that about the extent of it? Yeah, no, uh, I'm going to, going around again with the WA Country Under 18s. Mm-hmm. Um, loved the uh, opportunity last year. It was a, a huge eye opener and a huge learning experience, and I learned a lot about myself and about coaching. But um, no, I really enjoyed the opportunity I had, and I uh, jumped at it again to go around again. Kids are fantastic. Um, I always got a lot of time for country kids. Mm. Um, I was just coming from Tassie myself. I've learned that. That's the only commitment I really have at basketball right now. Um, just watching my daughter play on a Saturday morning yep. and Ollie's uh, looking to start up next year. So looking forward to seeing him out in the basketball court. In the last couple of months, he's uh, really got into his basketball. So uh, waiting for him to sign up at Williston and um, looking forward to watching him play. Well, you're just down the road from the basketball stadium there at at Williston, it's been a been a famous factory for NBL players, WNBL players, um, probably NBA, WNBA players, Boomers, Opals. It's not a bad place for them to sign up. No, it's a, a fantastic association down there. Um, a lot of good coaches down there. So, uh, yeah, no, I'm excited to have our kids involved in the programs down at Williston. Now, getting on to some NBL talk, I've got to start asking you about the pride that you felt watching a team from Tasmania playing in the NBL again, first of all, and then winning their first game. What was that feeling like like for you? Oh, it was just an exciting opportunity, oh, excitement to watch a Tassie team finally back in the mm-hmm. NBL. It's been so long between Tassie team being in the NBL. Um, but no, just to see the support they had down there. They're building a really good program off the floor down there as well mm-hmm. from everyone I talk to down there they're doing great things in the community and um, yeah obviously first home game, first game of the season, you come out and get a win it's just going to build more and more excitement down there and uh, it's fantastic for the state of Tasmania uh, to get behind them and um, finally have a basketball team to support down there so I'll be excited to watch game two again tonight Yeah absolutely, um, did you ever go to Devils games back in the day when you were growing up? Uh, no. No, I didn't. To be honest, back then I was more into footy. Yeah, so I was going to was was say, your, your dad was obviously a great great footy player. Yeah, dad was playing footy. So, uh, growing up, I, I used to watch the ABC highlight, an ABC game of the week yep, or whatever yep. it was, NBL, but uh, yeah, never went to any Cassie Devils games. 
this is a tough one to answer because it's a hypothetical, but if the jack jumpers existed, um, well, well, let's say 10 years ago, how strongly would have you considered going to play for them? Oh, there would have been, been a lot of interest, I reckon. Mm. Um, I always thought about how I loved growing up in Tassie and to have the opportunity to represent Tassie in the national level would have been something to be uh, pretty proud of. So I reckon if uh, they come around three or four years or halfway through my uh, NBL career, I reckon I would have uh, looked at it very seriously. There would have been a lot of conversations, yeah. I'm sure, with my agent seeing uh, what could have been done. Probably especially when you were in, hu- in Hungary. It wouldn't have taken much of an offer to get you out of there, would it? <laughs> could have been any offer to get me out of Hungary. <laughs> uh, um, the opening round of the NBL, Matty, was, a, was fascinating. I want to go back to your season predictions because after one round, just about all of your predictions that you've, you've made are pretty, pretty on track to, to be happening. You, you tipped the Illawarra Hawks to win the championship and they looked, they looked really good. Your top four teams were the Hawks, the Phoenix and the Kings who all had really good wins. The 36ers struggled, but you would think they'll come good. Your MVP, leading scorer and best next star predictions were all just Eddie and Jessup and he had a really good start. So I would say at least a couple of those are on track to, to happen. Best defensive player, you went for Mitch Creek and he had a he had a really good start for the Phoenix. Your most improved player was Luke Travers and he's probably got a lock on that award already, just about, I would think. And... Your Coach of the Year award was Brian Gorgian, and he had a great start too. Um, one round in, you'd be pretty happy with all of those predictions. Yeah, definitely. Considering what my record was last season, <laughs> I'll, I'll take it so far, even though it's one round. But yeah. uh, and, uh, Illawarra just took a, a step above every other team uh, right now. So uh, They look like a team that's been together for a long time. Um, they look like they're enjoying their basketball and they're playing for one another, which is... Uh, the rest of his success. So if they can continue that, obviously injuries play a part. If they stay injury-free, um, I think you know, yeah, there's no team can come close to them come the end of the year. Yeah, totally agree. Virtually four imports they've got. If you, I think you can count Jessup as an import-quality player. So I think... And then Duop Reith, he's probably an import-quality player as well. And then you've got you've got the Froling brothers, you've got AJ Ogilvy. I think I think they're, they're probably deeper than every other club right now. So they're looking good. Um... But we're here thanks to TabTouch, Matty. You can head to tabtouch.com.au and have a look at all of your your betting options for this NBL season. All of the games for round two are available, but there's more than just, just betting head-to-head. You can have a look at any sort of markets for all of the NBL games. They're great supporters of ours, and we're here talking thanks to, to TabTouch. And, of course, we're trying to raise some money, which both you and Sean Redditch, the scoring machine, Matty, last week, you tipped three three winners each, and they all won. And after what we went through last season, that that's uh, we can almost pack up shop now and, and be happy. I'm already ahead of last year, so <laughs> <laughs> after, me, after the whole season, no finger any. But after one, I've got one. So hopefully, that's a good sign for the rest of the year. Yeah, let's hope so. And of course, we're doing that all for charity as well. So for a very good cause. But we're helping, trying to help you find a winner too here on. On the Tap Touch preview, that start Thursday night back in Tasmania, Maddie. This is a fascinating one. The Jack Jumpers coming off that win, the Thirty Sixers coming off two really disappointing losses. Tap Touch has can't split them. They're a dollar ninety a piece. What are your thoughts? Ah, uh, yeah, Adelaide uh, probably disappointed in their uh, open two games. Obviously, coming off the high of winning the the preseason cup, but um, 
once again, you can't read a whole lot into a preseason mm. cup, but um, you would have thought they would walk away with a lot of confidence. Obviously, uh, having to travel from straight from Tassie to Perth after you've already been in Tassie for a few weeks, mm-hmm. there's a, a long time on the road, and yeah. uh, obviously coming to Perth first game of the year, that's a daunting task at that. But I reckon there's a couple of Adelaide players that probably formed well below par. Um, I'm sure CJ spoken to them, but um, I'm, I'm going to tip Tassie. Yeah. I think they're going to build uh, momentum off last week. They're back home again. I reckon they'll get even a bigger crowd this week after yeah. the win last week. But, um, yeah, I think Tassie just, uh, yeah, will get it in a close one. Yeah, I don't mind that, especially with no Sunday debt for Adelaide. So he can't lock down on either Josh Majed or Josh Adams. So I think that's a, that's a, a big factor as well. Then Friday night... Do you give the New Zealand Breakers any chance of turning around what happened last week when they lost by by nearly 30 to the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix? Tab Touch says no. They've got the Phoenix 124, the Breakers at $4.10. Yeah, no. I, I just think uh, Southway's too, too strong right now. And New Zealand, uh, I think they're going to be in trouble when they're in for. It's not forming. Obviously, they've had the COVID scare. Mm. But the, probably the biggest out is Tom Abercrombie. Um, Absolutely. He's probably probably the glue guy of that team. And obviously, him not being there, um, it's a big out for them. But no, I don't. I agree with Tad Touch. I don't give him any chance against South East. No, it is tough to see. Now, this game has built up nicely, especially between the, the two owners of the Kings and the Hawks for Saturday's first game. Um, it's played at Kudos Bank Arena. Sydney one seventy. The Hawks two dollars fifteen. Um, I have a feeling you might be liking the Hawks in this one. Yeah, no, obviously uh, the owners are going back and forth, <laughs> but uh, it's good for basketball in Sydney. Yeah, get a bit of excitement around uh, those two teams mm. right now. Um, they're probably going to be uh, one and two on the ladder coming into season, so uh, it's great for basketball. You got the owners coming out accusing. The other team is flying on. <laughs> with, uh, yeah. The, the, the uh, thing with no. that is, I don't understand. Even if, even if he was in the building while Sydney was training, what is an owner going to see from a practice session during the blitz that is going to make any difference to anything? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a long time ago. They, they would have had all the video of all their preseason games, yep. their first game. So. It's not going to make a big mm. difference at all. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to jump on the, the $2.15 with Illawarra Hawks. Yep. I think they're just uh, they're playing some really good basketball right now. Sydney started strong, but uh, to allow a 20-point comeback against Melbourne, we're lucky to hang on. Yeah. We didn't have a, a Chris Gould in. Um, yeah, I just think Illawarra will go into kudos and walk away with a victory. Mm. Second up on Saturday, the Cairns Taipans back in the Cairns Convention Centre for the first time in a couple of years against the Tasmania Jack Jumpers. They were playing their first game on the road. Um, I don't know about these odds from Tap Touch. The Taipans one seventy five. The Jack Jumpers, the outsiders, are two dollars seven. Yeah, now, um, it's uh, that's an interesting one. Cairns played pretty well for a half the game, but yeah. then. Uh, they just allowed Bryce to take over, which Bryce does whenever Bryce wants. And they really struggled to um, score, didn't they? Yeah, all pre-season, not lucky to break 70 points. Yep. Um, I think a, lot, a couple of their players are performing well below what they should be. And um, yeah, I think if Taddy get a win tonight, they'll go on the road, a lot of confidence. 
uh, confident to head up to Cairns, and uh, I reckon I'll get their first road win of the season. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they do either. Now, Sunday, the first, we've got a triple header. First up, it's the throwdown. Rematch of the semifinals from last year. At least this time they get to play it in Melbourne in front of a crowd, unlike that semifinal series. So this will be fascinating. I'm not sure Chris Golding's back for Melbourne, but Jack White's getting close. Dave Barlow should be back, but South East Melbourne at full strength as well with all of their imports up and going. So Melbourne United, $2.08 on tap touch. The South East Melbourne Phoenix, one seventy five. Yeah, no, it's fantastic to see Jack White back in mm. the uh, back playing. Um, obviously had a great college career, started last season really well and had that unfortunate injury. Yeah. Um, so it's great to see him almost back out there on court. Um, Dave Barlow brings a lot of experience to that team. He, he does all the one percenters. He, that's probably aren't what they used to be when he was younger, but um, he, he gets the job done. But uh, yeah, I just think South East uh, full strength all their uh, players now. Um, I think they're going to get better and better each game. So I think the Phoenix for the win. Now Brad Newley's playing on that Melbourne team. You played in a World Championship with him back in two thousand and three, Matty. It's a, can you imagine still being out there playing like he is? No. <laughs> <laughs> full credit to the. And you was, uh, yeah, no, nah, it's great to see he's still running around, but uh, no, I, I don't think I could uh, make it up and down the court right now. <laughs> I think he's the last one, isn't he? Is he the last one from that team still still active? I think so. Yeah, um, yeah no, Amo like, would have been probably the second last to go, but yep. yeah. Yep. Yeah, no, good on him. Um, second up on Sunday, interesting one. A lot might depend on how they go in their first games this weekend, but it's in Adelaide. The 36ers against the Breakers. Adelaide, the favourites on tap touch, 182. The Breakers, just outsiders at $2. Yeah, no, I think uh, Adelaide will, uh, will get the victory, their first victory of the year in this one. They have to, don't I they? Just, Especially if they lose. Yeah, losing you can't go old for the start no. of the season to play the playoffs. But no, I think uh, you got too much talent, Adelaide, to drop the old four. So back home, I think uh, they should get their first one of the season. And then last game of the round at RAC Arena, the Perth Wildcats one thirty-five against the Brisbane Bullets three twenty. Do you give Brisbane any chance? Uh, no. Mm. It's, it's going to take probably an off night from Bryce and Vic Law yep. to yep. Brisbane to have any chance. And Blanchfield so, uh, potentially back too for Perth. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how uh, Morrison handles all the minutes. Absolutely. Uh, couple of guys come out and play pretty well in the first two games to go and knock them on the door for minutes. So it'll be interesting to see how he handles all that. But um, I think it's too much strength right now um, for Perth and uh, in what could be one of their last home games for a long time. It could be. It absolutely could be. Once they leave Perth, we don't know if they'll ever be able to come back. So so they yeah. better make the most of it for now. Okay, Matty, loved your insight once again. Look forward to doing this each and every week with you. Stay tuned to Tab Touch social media for your multi-selection for this week, but let's wrap it up, and thanks to Tab Touch, and let's hope we keep finding finding our listeners some, some winners, make some money for charity, and keep enjoying your insights. Thanks for joining us, Matty. Cheers, Pikey.